Hey everyone, it's Tony and Cheryl. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How you doing? I'm doing well. Excellent. Some exciting news today? Yes, a lot of news. Hopefully not a 31-minute show like we gave yesterday. No, but, there's actually uh, not a ton of news, but no. um, it's, some of it's interesting. Yeah, so, um, you know, I always like when there are new resorts uh, coming on uh, to the property. And uh, we got our first look at some concept art, uh, actually interior concept art, because the exterior concept art was released a while ago. Uh, but we have our first look at the new resort, Reflections, a Disney Lakeside Lodge. Seems like a silly name. It does. Like, like just Reflections, I guess. Like is Reflections fine, but... Resort, uh, Lakeside Lodge. That Either sounds one. good. Like, Although La- Reflections is just kind of dumb. Lakeside Lodge. No matter how you. Sounds like a very blue collar, like you know, it's it's like a hunting and fishing club where you know all the guys go. You want to go down to Lakeside Lodge, yeah. Yeah, but if they just—I mean—they call it Wilderness Lodge, like Lakeside Lodge would have been just fine. Well, you know what? Um, Reflections, a Disney Lakeside Lodge, sounds like it just sounds very bougie. (laughs) And then if you look at the concept art, you think it's bougie. It's very bougie. I like it. It's a lot of glass. It's a lot of uh, art elements. Um, It's supposed to be inspired by the wilderness. And you did mention the Wilderness Lodge. The Wilderness Lodge is meant to look like uh, one of the cabins out in, um, what's the, the National Yellowstone. Park? Yellowstone. And it's got that look. It, you know, the, the strata uh, elements in the in the fireplace that depict the earth in the uh, Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. You know, you see that. So it's, it's a very wilderness-inspired log cabin type of look. This is supposed to be the wilderness... But, you know, the, the main statue that they show in, in the concept art, there's a statue of Pocahontas. You know, spirits of the wind. And the wind is depicted as uh, what looks like just very white, spirally metal pieces. So apparently the wind is colorless. And it, it's just very... Uh, well, the wind is colorless. Very, very abstract. I, I like it. It's a lot of glass. Um, it almost reminds me a little bit of, like, the Polynesian lobby. It's To me, it has that same you know, natural sort of feel, but still um, modern looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it. Well, I think it, it looks if really it's nice. like the Poly Lodge, that means in about 35 years, they're going to rip apart the interior and just make it plain. Well, I mean, I think it looks like the Poly um, Lobby now, the, plain, okay. the more plain um, okay. style. But um, as part of the uh, artwork that they released for the inside, they released... Um, artwork for the lobby and then they also released artwork for um, the quick service slash market area Mm -hmm. Um, but the neat thing about it is they also there's art for a staircase that runs between the two so the eatery is located beneath the lobby and they've got this um this glass staircase see it comes down right there right so it comes down from the side um it has like a sculpture around it and uh it's just I don't know. It's kind of grand. It reminds me a little bit, the size of it reminds me a little bit of um, like the um, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Mm -hmm. You know, the whole like walk down to Boma. Right. I feel like it's probably the same amount of steps. Okay. That same sort of, you know. They say that as far as food courts go, this is going to be one of the largest food courts in a deluxe. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that they, I don't think they actually released details about what type of food they're going to have. I think you just have to sort of look at the art and try to pull from well, that. I what can you see, see. Uh, pizza and soup. You do? Where do you see pizza? Pizza. 
and soup. Oh, right. They do have and that written that's there. perfect for me. If that's all you they like, have is pizza, pizza and, and soup, soup, you're good to go. Pizza and soup and pickles. Okay. And Looks pickles. like they have a little, um, it's either like a condiment bar or a salad bar or some sort of buffet type of thing. Um, there's a whole, uh, like a grab and go section, you know, a little market type area. Um, but it looks large. They've got sort of mixed seating. So they have some tables and chairs. They have booths. They have um, like tall tables with stools. So um, lots of different types of seating for eating your purchases. So for those of you who have never heard of this lodge before, I, I know Cheryl and I got excited at, at talking about the concept art. Um, but Reflections, a Disney Lakeside Lodge, is located on Bay Lake uh, on the former River Country site. So they knocked down all of River Country, which was closed 20 years ago. Yeah, I never uh, saw and, it. And full of, uh, you know, parasites and amoebas <laughs> and, uh, and whatnot. Um, so it, it also, uh, it's also going to have some Disney Vacation Club bungalows that are going to be waterfront on Bay Lake. And uh, in order to do that, they actually had to take some beachfront property from Fort Wilderness. What were they using at Fort, Fort Wilderness? Just sort of to Beach. walk along? Yeah. Beach. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're part of it. They're also moving the Tri-Circle D Ranch, um, which is funny because I thought that they had taken all the animals out of the, uh, well, I know they took all the petting zoo animals out and brought them over to Animal Kingdom, but uh, Tri-Circle D Ranch probably still has the horses. Um, so they're, they're, they move the Tri-Circle D Ranch. Um, so River Country was basically located between the Wilderness Lodge and Fort Wilderness, uh, and there was a walking path between the two, so this will go in that like I said, empty spot where River Country was. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are a, a guest of either Fort Wilderness or Reflections, a Disney, was it Reflections, a Disney Lakeside Lodge, um, you're going to have access to the Hoopty Doo Review buildings and Trails End. That's, that's nice. uh, still going to be available to you. So um, it looks nice. Construction has started. Like I said, they've knocked down all of uh, River Country's stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to be huge. It's not going to be open until 2022. So uh, it won't make it for the 50th anniversary, but um, it will be will be in business in about three years. So I would think they're also probably going to have like a boat launch over to the Magic Kingdom. One would assume. Yeah, that's nice. Unless it's close enough to Fort Wilderness that you're using the Fort Wilderness boat launch. Maybe. Maybe they move the Fort Wilderness boat launch over a little closer so that it, it borders, you know, it hits both properties. Maybe. Um, but it's going to be about 900 rooms. It sounds amazing. I mean, we've been, uh, we, we're mostly moderate people, sometimes um, value. We're mostly value. We're mostly pop century. We have stayed at Coronado more often than not these days. Oh, maybe these days, but I'm a pop century lover at heart. Okay. Uh, we don't stay at a lot of deluxes unless we have just like one night, um, and then we splurge on a deluxe. But um, I, based on the artwork and the um, location, I think I'd love to try this one, maybe even before the poly. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see, uh, things at the Magic Kingdom in September, it looks like they pushed out the closing time for two dates, September 21st and September 28th. The park will be closing at 10 p.m. when it was originally set to close at 9 p.m. on those nights. I'm wondering if they're doing this because of the Halloween party is cutting short time that people can be in the parks on other days. I wonder if they just gave it an extra hour on... I think if that were the case, uh, they would have done it on the 20 other nights of the, you know, surrounding the Halloween party. Like, why do it for these two nights? I don't Well, it's probably a... I didn't look what... I don't know how it falls. I'm guessing it's like either a Friday or a Saturday night. Right. But um, anyway, so if you were planning to be in the park on those days, now you get an extra hour. So that's... uh, 
I don't know. That's good for you. Plan accordingly. Yep. Oh, it is. It's a Saturday night and a Saturday night. And They're a Saturday a week from night. Each other. Right. Um. So, in ESPN Wide World of Sports News, which we don't often have, uh, College Game Day on ESPN is going to be broadcast from ESPN um, on August 24th, uh, ahead of the clash between the University of Miami and University of Florida. They're going to broadcast... Oh, actually, they're going to broadcast from the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, you should read these before you get going. Well, I get excited. <laughs> uh, typically broadcast from a college campus, College day, game, day, game Day is a pre-game show broadcast by ESPN on Saturday mornings during the college football season. Uh, contributors... Uh, Reese Davis, Kirk Herbstreet, Coach Lee Corso, Desmond Howard, David Pollock, and Maria Taylor will be at Walt Disney World in the days leading up to the uh, event experiencing all four parks. So uh, August 24th, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., College Game Day will be broadcast from Main Street, USA. So, I mean, I didn't, I don't care about, what are we talking about, football? The foosball, yeah, foosball. Okay, football. I I want to make sure I had the right sport. Um, You know, I clearly don't care, but it would be... Kind of neat to tune in just to see if, you know, just to see them talk from Main Street. And I'm sure they'll be playing clips of things going on there mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, let's see what else we have. Oh, such exciting news. A redesigned Forky Plush has hit the shelves in Disney Parks. The redesign comes after the original Forky Plush had been recalled due to safety issues. Um, it, I guess the plastic googly eyes and the arms had been falling off and it possibly created a choking hazard. So the new Forky Plush um, won't have googly eyes. Instead, they're soft, flat eyes that are embroidered on, and the arms are attached better. So it also makes it a little easier to pose him. But no googly eyes ruins the entire uh, Forky. But he's a plush. Plush aren't supposed to have googly eyes. No, that's true. And uh, so that's 1999. if you would like one. Hmm. Okay. I like Forky. Hmm. Uh, the Odyssey building in Epcot is getting an exterior paint job. Uh, they have previously remodeled the interior, and now they're touching up the outside. Uh, currently, this building is only used for special events, and I believe that's where the Starbucks is going to be relocated to. Really? Uh, when the, the Starbucks is being refurbed or knocked okay. down or doing whatever they're doing. All right. Um, we might see the Odyssey building... You know, maybe some news about that getting a more permanent uh, role. I mean, we were talking about we didn't know whether we were going to do things like cooking demonstrations and stuff. Maybe we we attended something, some sort of a meal there. Yes, right. Occasionally they will open brunch or something like that one time. Um, But when we talked about yesterday's show, we were talking about the uh, Wonders of Life Pavilion that they currently use for the festivals. And uh, friend of the show Adam uh, mentioned that they will actually be building a festival building to be used by the three festivals in Epcot now. That seems ridiculous. They have nothing but empty buildings. They're going to build another one? Listen, don't... Adam, that's stupid. Tell them that's stupid. <laughs> Get all on right. the Twitters and yeah, tell them. Yeah, tell them. I don't like that at all. Um, let's see. Uh, on YouTube, you can watch a video that shows an overview of Galaxy's Edge in Hollywood Studios. Um, Tony or I will post that link on our Facebook page right. um, that you can join. What's the name of it there, Tony? It's the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Yep. So take a look and that video will be there. It's very short, but it's pretty neat. It shows sort of a bird's eye view of the top. Um yeah, so. and, and the cool thing, the nice thing is it is an actual Disney Parks video that was released by Disney. You know, a lot of times you'll see third parties releasing videos. Uh, I know the Orlando Sentinel uh, every now and then has an aerial 
uh, photographer go and video and take pictures of the area and those get posted a lot. But this is an actual Disney overview flyby type video, which is pretty cool. Right. Um, we talked a lot uh, over the past few days about Halloween merchandise. Um, some of that Halloween merchandise is now available on Shop Disney. So if you cannot get to the parks, you can still have their expensive items. And did you know that if you are not in the parks, you can still shop on your My Disney Experience app? Huh. I did not know that. Yes. Now you do. And knowing is half the battle. Um, so moving outside of um, Disney, at Universal... They care about Halloween, too, possibly a lot more than Disney, even. They're kind of obsessed with it over there. Well, Disney cares about Halloween, but it's a it's a family-focused Halloween. Yeah. Um, Universal's is not family-focused. So at Universal, they're getting ready for Halloween Horror Nights. Um, so Halloween Horror Nights is an annual event that takes place inside Universal Studios Florida. Um, it's a ticketed event, so your ticket from for the day to get into the park does not get you into Halloween Horror Nights, just like um, at Disney World. Um, It starts in mid-September. It runs through Halloween. Um, It's comprised of two main elements. They have houses and scare zones. The houses can either be built inside sound stages or in temporary tents, while scare zones are right in the middle of the streets and walking paths. Um, So you kind of can't avoid them. Tony and I read a little bit about them um, and they are definitely trying to scare you while you are walking around. There's kind of no way to yeah, no, get around you. it. No, yeah, you. no, this is definitely not for us. We did some research for this, and a lot of um, the feedback we got from each other was, oh, hell no. Yeah, I was there a couple of years ago for a travel agent uh, event, and I had the opportunity to attend uh, one of the Halloween Horror Nights, and there was no way I was doing it. <laughs> You know, the, the last thing I want is to – I don't want to be that scared. I like a nice little thrill, but I don't want to be like peeing my pants scared. I don't like to be scared at all. And they're somewhat aggressive yeah. in Universal where, mm-hmm. you know, they will come at you. And when you read things that the actors, you know, will be carrying bats, knives, uh, fake guns, and they chase you. They're allowed to chase you. They can't touch you, but they can actually, in a group, surround you. Yeah, that's just too scary. Which is which is way too much for me. Yeah, I had um, many years ago, maybe as a teenager, I went to one of like the haunted trails, mm-hmm. and um, terrified me. Right. You know, I mean, people just sort of like coming at you. I ended up like you know tripping over one of the people who was like laying on the ground, you know, pretending to try to grab your ankles and falling on my face, and it was. Just awful. So uh, this is definitely not for me. But if it's for you, um, apparently this year they are featuring Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses in an epic horror masterpiece that comes to life as you attempt to escape the blood-soaked house of the psychotic Firefly Firefly family. The Firefly family (laughs) can have their house. Yeah. Uh, I'm not not escaping it. I'm not going in. No. Um, if this is your thing, and it's a lot of people's thing, um, probably definitely teenagers or older, um, I would say anyone under the age of maybe like 13 or 14, it's probably definitely not for. Although there um, are no age restrictions. If yeah. you want to bring somebody that's four in, you can buy a ticket and they will let them come in. Yeah, it's very realistic and it's um, high level scares. So, And very, like, you know, like Cheryl said, very popular. It's been around since 1991. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of horror films in that, you know, sort of genre, this is, this is definitely for you. So, um, the prices, the prices are kind of all over the place. They offer a lot of uh, different options for your ticketing. So prices for a single night advanced purchase range anywhere from $66.99 to $93.99, depending on the date. Um, oddly, October 19th is the only date that is at that high end of $93.99. I'm not sure what the deal is on October 19th. I'm thinking maybe they have some sort of a performer or something right. that people will want to see. you know, 28 years of history has just proven that that's the most popular night. I guess, yeah. I don't know what's going on that day, but that day is uh, $93.99 a night. Um, whereas uh, October 30th is only $67.99, and October 31st is at the starting price of $66.99. So nothing like uh, Disney's not-so-scary uh, Halloween party as far as the prices for their dates. Right. But So they're kind of all over the place. Um, if you... Try to buy your tickets at the gate. You're going to be paying $119.99 plus tax. So definitely purchase your tickets ahead of time through your travel agent if you can, or if not, on your own um, online. If you want multiple nights of tickets, um, they have various, they have, let's see, one, two, three, four, four different um, multi-night passes. So the first one is a Rush of Fear Pass, which is $109.99 plus tax, and that will get you in for the first 17 nights of Halloween Horror Nights. So that takes you up to September 29th. Um, And if you want to add on the Express Pass to that, it's another $225. (laughs) And the Express Pass gets you one um, skip the line each night per attraction. So if you go every night, you can, you know, use that skip the line on each attraction one time. Um, But anyway, $225 add-on for that. Then they have the Frequent Fear Pass, which is $119.99 plus tax. And that gets you 26 nights. It's Sunday through Thursday uh, for the entire time that the, um, for the run of the Halloween Horror Nights, plus the first two weekends. Um, And then if you want to add on Express Pass to that, it's $255. Frequent Fear Plus is $139.99 plus tax. That is 34 nights, which is Sunday through Friday, um, the first two nights plus the last Saturday. And if you want to add Express Pass to that, it's another $320. And then the Ultimate Frequent Fear Pass is $259.99. It includes all the nights and if you want express with that, you're going to pay an additional $420. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, hey, you can get a lot of fear in all those nights. I think if you're going to do the ultimate frequent fear pass, you know, maybe you don't need the universal express pass because you're going to have an opportunity over those, you know, 30 some odd nights, 20 some odd nights to, to ride every attraction. And do you want to go and ride everything every night you go? Yeah. It's not even a ride thing. Although I think maybe the Harry Potter section is open. Mm-hmm. Um, for these, but I mean, it's mostly your, it's the haunted houses that you're, you know, going into, but I, you know, having not been, I don't know. I mean, are there long lines to get into these haunted houses? Are the, um, the scare zones, the scare zones are they near the lines or are, you, are they coming over to you to like scare you and sort of entertain you while you're waiting? I don't, I don't know. Um, my experience typically with universal has been that with the express pass, the lines are almost too short. You sort of fly through and then you're done, right? You know, before you're ready. So yeah, if you're gonna get, if you're gonna go multiple nights, it seems like maybe you know you want to soak in the atmosphere, hang out in the lines, you know, um, 
don't do all the haunted houses in one night, but, you know, maybe a couple per night. Right. Um, if you're just doing, I don't know, I'm sure they have Express Pass for the single, um, for the single night tickets also. I don't have the pricing on that, unfortunately. But um, that maybe would make more sense if uh, you want to try to see everything and you're only able to go for one night. Mm-hmm. So. And if you are going this year, uh, the lineup for Scare Zones has been released. Um, and they include Zombieland Double Tap, which is the sequel to the cult uh, movie Zombieland, uh, which is coming out later this year. Rob Zombie Hellbilly Deluxe. <laughs> These uh, are just hysterical. You know, Rob Zombie lives like uh, in Southbury. He has Does a house. He? Like Dr. Previtt's team sees him like all the time. Love to run into him at the grocery store. Right. The um, Anarcade, uh, which like Anarcade and like Anarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. The Vanity Ball, which is blade wielding artists slicing up willing patients into living works of art. <laughs> Vikings Undead, where uh, Vikings have uh, risen and are laying waste to Central Park. And then there is a stage show called Academy of Villains Altered States. Um, It's a dance crew uh, with Altered States, a new show about an experiment of mind and body. Man's true nature will be dragged out into the dark gothic streets of anarchy. Uh, This new show will feature a mix of dance and theatrics for one performance you won't want to miss. All right. So, um, I think that that's most of uh, what we want to talk about for Halloween Horror Nights. Um, We do have our two special features tonight. So, Lily is going to give us the weather from Orlando today. Lily, what was the weather like in Orlando today? She's giggling. She's having trouble pulling it together. Maybe you better step aside, Lily. I got it. You got it? it? All right, go ahead. What was the weather like today? The high was 91 degrees. Very nice. Thank you for that insightful weather report. That sounds hot and sweaty. Isabel, um, she likes to tell us who the celebrities were in Disneyland. So can you tell us, Isabel, who were the, the celebrities in Disneyland today? Drake Bell, Mark Cuban, and they were filming an episode of The Goldbergs. I love that show. That's exciting. So I'm it's gonna probably going to gonna be it. an 80s-based episode. Yeah, I would need to work for ABC so that I can just go to Disney World and do my work. Okay. I think that's the way to go. Oh, right, Disneyland. Well, they go to Disney World sometimes, too. So uh, so that's it for today. So if uh, if you want to be up on what's going on with us, join our Facebook group, um, Disney Drive Time Podcast. And until next time, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>